Hey, it's Domestic Dawn. Josh Landers here with uh, kind of a new idea for an episode. Uh, I'll try to do it maybe every Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or whenever I can get motivation and time away from family obligations to do a podcast. Uh, but I'm trying something new, uh, maybe just something called microdosing with the Dawn, microdosing with domestic Dawn. 20 minute rants here and there. Sometimes I go a little long, 45, 50, 55 minutes of just rambling. And maybe if I could just be more succinct, more to the point, maybe more people would actually listen. I don't know. But uh, this this is the inaugural uh, episode of, of microdosing with domestic Dawn. And my knee has been fucked up now for going on three weeks, roughly about two and a half weeks. And let me just paint the picture here of the sort of medical complex industry. We have the obviously the big giant military complex, uh, industrial complex. Now we have the medical industrial complex. Uh, and it's it's a real thing. It's, it is actually a real thing. And I'm not going to act like I'm underprivileged, even though mentally I am challenged. Uh, but I, ha- I have health insurance, luckily medical, not dental, in this fucked up world that we live in, where uh, a, a civil servant, a teacher, can't have both at the same time. In this county, I don't know. Maybe I just work at a stupid school, and maybe that's the reason I'm quitting. Because I can get any job that makes this amount of money without any take-home responsibilities and probably have insurance, right? I'd probably be happy. That's another whole other medical history that I can go into with my own psychological disorders. But this is this is all about my knee. And about two and a half weeks ago, January, I don't know, end of January, we had our first uh, rugby game. And just re- to remind you, I'm a 41-year-old man playing a 21-year-old uh, man's sport. Uh, at least that's uh, athletically, that's what they tell you. But I, I, I would like to play till I'm 50 years old, until everything starts wearing down naturally, biologically. Uh, but first game back in a while, I, I'm not able to go to practices every week because the team I play with is an hour away from where I live. So I, I'm not able to practice. So I, I was fairly in shape just from my own exercise routine that I have. But I wasn't in uh, game shape, probably. wasn't in rugby shape. Anyways, game was going fine. About 50, 55 minutes into the game. I chase down a kick, and I, uh, a guy catches it, of course, and he makes a little shifty move. I'll blame it on uh, the wet g- grass and the mud and not my old bones. But he makes a move. I go for the tackle. My l- foot slips out. One of my cleats f- slips out, and my knee doesn't. My knee stays. And all I feel and hear is this gigantic, gigantic pop. And it kind of sounded like that, or at least that's how I imagine it to sound. It was more of the feeling that it sounded like just this big, giant pop sound. And right after that happened, I've I've had injuries before. I've mentioned this. Broken ribs. I've uh, I've had a contusion in the back of my head. I cracked my chest plate, and all without going to medical facilities. But right when, when this one happened, I just knew, yeah, something's wrong. And it didn't actually hurt. It wasn't something that was, that was on the, I guess, level of pain. If you go 1 through 10, it was it didn't really hurt at first. It felt like something, but it didn't, I wouldn't say it was pain. I would say it was something more related to a, a discomfort or just a strange feeling. And if you ever hurt your knee, or I'm assuming an ankle, or any sort of uh, uh, joint like that that you use on a daily basis and you take you know, you take advantage of, honestly, um, not advantage of, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you don't appreciate 
it until it, it is it is injured or hurt or unusable. And my knee wasn't unusable at first. It just felt warbly, wobbly. It felt like it was kind of uh, full of cotton, for lack of better, uh, I guess, descriptions. Uh, it just felt off. It felt like I couldn't put pressure on it. Uh, I, I, there was a nurse on the sideline, I believe, or maybe just some little girl, some small woman with a backpack with a, uh, with a medical patch on there. I don't know who she was. She just came up to me, uh, maybe lay on the ground. Of course, I'm walking. I'm trying to walk it off. And she said, oh, come here, come here. You heard? I said, ah, I got to find my mouthpiece because I, I threw my mouthpiece out right when I felt the pop. Uh, because I knew I was hurt. I knew I was injured. Uh, so I'm like, fuck, walk it off. I can walk it off. But then she, oh, lay on your back, told, tells me I'm sweaty. I'm gross. I'm out of breath from running around. And she tells me to try to relax, loosen up, loosen my, I can't. I just fucking hurt my knee, lady. Uh, so she's checking it out. Doesn't know if it's a meniscus. Can't tell if it's an ACL or MCL. Something's wrong. Something's jiggly in there. Uh, and I figure, okay, I'll go to the doctor in the next couple of days if it doesn't get better. And it didn't get better. I'm walking around the house. I'm hobbling, uh, trying to get up up and down the stairs just with one leg is kind of comical. I don't have crutches at on hand at home, which I wish I probably did have. And basically, it was just it was a struggle to get around. Just normal everyday things for the first week was was tough. Uh, taking a shit, for example, when you can't really put your leg at a 90 degree angle without feeling sort of a tension in your knee like a rubber band about to break that's what it feels like and even till this day still taking it popping a squat it, it hurts i was setting up a, a fucking rat trap in our garage because we have rats in our garage stupidly and uh, i'm setting a rat trap after i caught one of those little bastards and i just bend down kind of just kneel take it take a knee like colin kaepernick at a, at a at a national anthem i take a knee and then all of a sudden i just feel like whoa ah just this excruciating shock and stab of pain on the interior of my left knee and it, it kind of it did rock me back to my ass where i actually physically went woo he woo that one hurt and that was it it was, it was a crouch it was a kneel down uh it was fucking taking the knee at the end of the game running out the clock and that was it uh, just so sleeping is f- horrific it, not horrific that's a bad word uh i'm not some fucking mingled war veteran here who lost the limbs but it's painful to sleep. I don't know what it is throughout the day. Does all the adrenaline of just daily living kind of does it suppress the pain for a little while? Uh, I don't take drugs. I barely even take aspirin. I've taken one aspirin for this uh, for this injury. I've taken a lot of booze. Uh, I numb it with uh, alcohol here and there. But yeah, I should take more aspirin, obviously for inflammation and all that shit. But I I just don't. I'm stupid that way. And yeah, sleeping's been tough. I can't straighten it. I can't pull it up. I can't lay on my back well. Uh, well, actually, that's the only way I can lay without some sort of pain. Uh, but I can't sleep on my back naturally anyways because I fucking snore. My devi- deviated septum from a fucking broken nose falling off a patio a few years ago, which is another rugby uh, not part of a game, but it was another rugby-infused incident. I broke my nose, and now I have a fucking bone on one side of the nostril that sticks out. Anyway, that's a whole other medical uh, problem that I'll probably have to take care of and utilize my good insurance, my Kaiser Permanente, permanente uh, that insurance, which will probably not cover shit. So anyways, let's get back down to the nitty gritty. Oh, and my kids were there too, of course. I had my kids that day during uh, the game where I hurt my knee and they saw me injured. So of course they're like, oh, dad's injured again. And they know how it goes. So anyways, 
they see me hobbling around for two and a half weeks. So after a couple of days, I said, all right, this shit's not getting better. Uh, and with the ribs in the past, the chest plate in the past, it was able to get over the pain of putting a shirt on or simply see- sneezing. I was able to deal with, deal with it probably after about four or five days. You could tell at least st- something was getting better. This one just wasn't. Um, there was good days and bad days, good parts of the day, bad parts of the day with the knee. Again, it's just one of those parts of the body, I think. I'm no fucking orthopedic surgeon, but I think the knees are a little tricky. They're a little tricky area. Um, so I kind of, like I said, self-medicate with beer here and there, but eventually I had to call the doctor. And of course, when I call the doctor, they can't get me in for another two weeks. So I have to call again, and eventually, oh, there's one on Thursday. So instead of going to urgent care or emergency room, which I don't want to, it's not an emergency I'm not going to be one of these uh, fucking pussies out there who go to an emergency room for a, a, a sniffle or a cold thinking they have the coronavirus. I, I just don't go to the emergency room. I, I didn't for major injuries that I probably should have, and I just never did. Um, so again, did I man up? I manned up. No, I'm just stupid. I'm stupid. And I don't have insurance back then, and I don't have good insurance now. I don't want to pay the money. I don't even want to hear like a $50 copay and pay that to hear what I already know is broken. But this one I, I had to I had to fix. And again, I'm a, I try to be as active as possible. I'm not good at sitting around. It's a fucking nervous tick. It's an anxiety. It's a, probably a, a thwart against my uh, hanging depression that I have. I have to move. If I don't move, uh, I don't feel good. So I'm a constant mover. Uh, and this this slowed me down. It has slowed me down. And so I know I'm stupid. And I know even when I have an injury, I push the level of uh, relaxation and just general uh, immobility, I I push those all the time. I try to go do things. And it's not just me trying to do it. It's just that life doesn't fucking stop when you have an injury. You know, even the simple act of fucking doing dishes and standing there for 20 minutes, that's now uh, a little bit of a concern. Uh, Doing the laundry and bending over and putting fucking wet clothes into the dryer, that's something I got to figure out where I'm kind of angling in a weird, awkward uh, fucking uh, bone-breaking position, it seems like, uh, where it does pain me to do so. So there are these little intricate movements that I now appreciate uh, when I am healthy that I have to go that, that that generally people have to go through. So yeah, that's the what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, I'm parked in an abandoned kind of abandoned big lot parking lot by this warehousey place near my work, and there's not usually ever anybody in this parking lot. But now there's a VW Bug. Just driving slow circles around the parking lot. Has this turned into a fucking DMV practice place? And this truck, the whole we have a big like football field size, fucking stadium size almost parking lot, empty. And a guy parks right behind me. Right, right behind me while I'm trying to do my fucking podcast. And this goddamn VW bug is practicing parallel parking between two light poles that are like. 200 yards apart. Anyways, so uh, f- short. let's get to the short story here. It's fucking microdose. I'm supposed to microdose here, which I should be doing with my knee. I need to microdose some real shit to get the pain away. So I go buy a brace a couple days later, make a doctor's appointment, got it upped a little bit. They said, oh, there's an appointment available Thursday. Can you make it? Yes, I can make it. Uh, get a couple classes um, um, covered at my work. So I go, go to the doctor. Right. And, you know, forty five, fifty dollar copay. See my general practitioner. I've seen it a couple of times. Kai probably fucking younger than me. Uh, he looks at my knee for 10 minutes and yeah, yep, something's probably wrong in there. But of course, he can't tell me what's wrong because he, he's a general practitioner. So he feels it. 
feels my other knee. Yeah, there's something loose in there. I can't tell exactly what it is, but it's causing enough concern where I need to get not just an x-ray, mind you, because x-rays are just for bones. Now I need an MRI, which I don't even know what the fuck that stands for, but I need an MRI. And I always picture one of those fucking big machines that the Breaking, Bo- Breaking Bad guy went into for fucking lung cancer, Brian Cranston, right? This big whirling machine, claustrophobic. It's like you're going into a fucking space uh, uh, sh- shuttle, like the, the, the escape hatch of a space shuttle. So I have to go with one of those. I'm like, oh, cool. Can I get in today? He's like, ah, I just put a referral in. But a referral in the medical industrial complex doesn't mean shit anymore, obviously, or did it ever. So I get a referral. Then I got to go to another building all the way across from where I'm at. And again, woe is me. But when you have a fucking limp and I have a brace on my knee that I'm trying to not make my knee as less mobile as possible, least mobile as possible, trying to keep it in place. Right, I have to go walk all the way, uh, you know, probably another quarter of a mile to get this other wing of the hospital. So I get to the X-ray ring, X-ray wing. That's tough to say. So I go there. I say, okay, I got a referral from my doctor. They, oh, I'm sorry, this isn't the right place. You have to go to the MRI office. All right, where the fuck is the MRI office? Oh, it's down in the dungeon. They didn't call it a dungeon. They call it a basement. So now I have to walk my fucking ragged, disabled, fucking limping ass another probably 500 yards through this building to find the X, or excuse, the MRI wing. So I go down. It is a fucking dungeon. This is like where they put the gnomes and the trolls and the gremlins, gremlins of the fucking medical field. They don't want to. They, they don't want anybody to see these people. They want only the infirmed, the diseased, the decrepit, the lepers of society. These are the people that have to apparently go to the MRI dungeon. And I go this, and the fucking troll behind the counter, she's talking to someone else for a while on the phone. Then she gets to me with no smile on her face, not even a look or concern of humility or humanity, not humility, but humanity. Just like, oh, sir, you look to be in some pain. You look to be in some discomfort. Can I help you? She says, no, yes, what do you need? I said, well, I got a referral from my doctor a couple of minutes ago. Can I get an MRI? MRI. She said, well, we'll have to schedule a visit. Okay, when? Three weeks. Three fucking weeks. That's the date she first gives me. She said, well, February 11th is probably the first time. And mind you, this is January 24th or whatever it was. So now I'm thinking three weeks away to get a fucking MRI? And what are MRIs for? Yeah, soft tissue. Looking inside lungs for cancerous uh, fibers or cells. Looking for that tumor that can't be seen by a general visit or an x-ray. Yeah, I understand that. There are people who need an MRI who are in dire, more dire need than I am. But in my mind, I live in a city of about 160,000 people. There's a large city an hour south of us with more people than that. And is there only one MRI machine in this entire fucking county? So why does it take three? And how many people are dying of these diseases, tumors, cancers, what have you, ailments that need an MRI scan to see what they're dying of? How many are there? Or is it just, and she even said, well, the technicians are sick today. All right, all of them? There's like one MRI technician or two in the entire fucking county that can push a button and see my wrinkled naked ass go into it? Or I guess I would have a fucking thingy on, uh, a scrub or whatever they call them. Uh, I would have something on, but still, I'm gonna be, they're going to see my naked skinny ass going into the... How hard is it? I know it's complex. I know it's technology. I know it's advancements in the medical field. I understand that. It's keeping us alive to like we're 130 until the robots take over. That is totally understandable. But only one MRI machine in this fucking county. So now I have to wait till February 12th, 13th. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to heal. But now it still has not healed. 
right, with the fucking rat trap pain that I had the other day. That was only a couple of days ago. That was three days ago. So I figured, like, I got to get this fixed. I don't want to be 65 and hobbling around on some reconstructed knee that my own body tried to heal and mend and kind of tie up in weird fucking tendon knots. I don't want that to happen. So I'm thinking, ah, fuck, do I need surgery? Do I need surgery? And then, of course, the MRI does not come out with a, doesn't come without a cost. She already said that your copay is going to be 300 300 for a fucking scan. $300. And that's with insurance. So if I did not have insurance, what am I going to, what's that going to cost? A thousand at least? I don't know how good my insurance are, is in terms of deductibles and shit. I don't pay attention to that. I just have the fucking card. And then, of course, I'm calling a city further down. She's like, ah, you can call this other branch and see if they have the MR, MRI sooner. I call them. No, I'm sorry, sir. We have it February 13th, even later. So instead of traveling an hour south to go try to get a later date, I just say, fuck it, I'll take the same date. So I get that date. And you know what she gave me? You know what they called me finally back? Well, actually, I had to call them because they don't return my calls. And I kept calling. I was calling every day after I had that first initial referral. Every day. Do you have an MRI? Is there any cancellations? Can I get in here earlier? Uh, we'll call you. We'll call it. Never call. So eventually I did call. She said, oh, how does uh, February 14th sound? And I'm not a Valentine's Day guy. I know my wife would probably like it if I buy her chocolates or fucking lingerie that she'll never wear. I know that would that would be nice, right? A fucking pair of G-string, I don't know, edible fucking underwear, whatever. She would probably like that, but we don't typically go on Valentine's Day dates. We will probably go out this weekend. It would be nice maybe to hang out on a Friday night once the kids go to sleep and actually be adults. But it, now it can't happen on Friday night. You know why? Because that's when the fucking MRI is. So they make it nice and convenient three weeks later after getting an injury, and they make it on a Friday night at 7 fucking 15. So instead of drowning my pain in booze, and instead of sitting there with my fucking lifted leg propped up on a couple of shitty pillows on my couch while my son is playing fucking Madden 2020, instead of doing that and feeling sorry for myself about how inactive I've been the last couple of weeks, how I haven't been running exercising much, doing much of anything, except for limping around in my stiff fucking Rite Aid bot, uh, or did I go CVS? No, Rite Aid bot uh, brace. Instead of doing that, I have to go to an MRI at 7.15 at night. Thanks for the convenience. Thank you for the con- convenience, medical industry. Co- and then I was mad when I first heard February 4th. I was just mad, not because of fucking, va- I was just mad. So I'm texting people that I know. I'm like, is this normal? Who had MRIs, who have had injuries in the past? I'm like, three fucking weeks. We're like, yeah, that's pretty normal. How is this normal? How was any of this normal? What if I did have fucking something that was uh, uh, life-threatening? What if I did have some sort of disease or some sort of really rapid growing cancerous cells or tumor? What if I had something that really needed to see the diagnosis? What if it was something dire? And if I didn't get in, then I would die. Dire, die. Right? And then is it money? If I had the cash on hand right then, that right that right there with the doctor, could I have slipped in a 20 or a 50 and be like, get me in, man. Get me in, GP, general practitioner. Get me to the MRI today. Is that how it works? Do we have to go fucking mafia here? And, uh, you know, uh, with fucking just payment and underhand. Is that what f- fucking good fellas? Where Ray Liotta's just giving everybody 20, 20, 20, 20, doorman, cook, fucking sous chef, fucking cabbie, whatever it might be. If I have to give everybody a 20 in the medical industry complex to get a fucking MRI, maybe that's the way it is. So even when you have insurance, you're fucked. If you don't have insurance, you're doubly fucked because it just cost. But the wait time's still the same. So again, what is the point of insurance? I haven't added it up, but I don't know what I've paid 
so far this year or last two years, year and a half since I've had actual insurance. I probably paid up the fucking nose and I've only gone for a couple visits. One for fucking a weird athlete's foot that I had on my toe that wouldn't go away that eventually did with a fucking over-the-counter cream after I spent 50 bucks for the doctor to say, yep, that's athlete's foot. All right. Bought the cream for seven bucks, gone. But now I have a fucking broken knee possibly. That's going to need surgery. Hopefully not. Hopefully this is minor tears, but something's wrong in there. I know. I can tell. Right? If I know I can't be active, then I know something's wrong. And what's going to come next? MRI? Sure. Valentine's Day, 7-15. I got a fucking date with a hot chick in a fucking white smock. Or a fucking gremlin who works in the butt. I don't even know what this MRI place is going to look like. If they live, if they, they're in the basement of a regular hospital, this one is away from the hospital. It's at another fucking branch warehouse or something off a of fucking uh, no-name street that I have to find. Yeah, that's probably going to be some fucking gremlin in there. In a, a big doctor's gown, throwing me into this fucking pit of a machine, scanning my soul away. So I don't know. And after that surgery. When surgery? Next year? Two years from now? Maybe it'll be Valentine's Day 2024, right after Trump is about to start his third fucking uh, uh, reign of presidency. I don't know. So I'll keep you updated. All right. Keep you updated on that. I will know on Valentine's Day. Uh, Shout out to all the sweethearts, sweethearts out there. Munch some fucking crotchless panties this weekend. Maybe they'll taste like Starburst.